Um, hello everybody and welcome to the newest indoor adventure in the Four Keeps! Dark Star Legacy Part 11 of our Four Keeps Level 20 Adventure! Today is September 25th, 2023 and you are loved. That is a very important thing that we like to remind each and every single one of our viewers and listeners at the beginning of each and every single one of these games. If this is your first time joining us, you can go to youtube.com slash indoor adventures to check up on all of the VODs of each of the games that we have played up until this point, or you can go towards where anywhere audio casts are being made available for free. You can find us there under the same moniker. And speaking of things that are being made available for free, if you go to patreon.com slash indoor adventures, you can check up on our after show called Nights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from each other, but also from the community. So if you have any questions for myself or any of these other fine folk, feel free to join us at patreon.com slash indoor adventures. And hey, best place to ask us those questions, of course, is going to be to join us on the Discord or the Patreon. Uh, the link can be found to both of those in the Twitch chat to the side or in the description of this video or audio cast down below. But let's say you already support us on Patreon. You already support us on YouTube and Twitch and all of those other wonderful places. And you're trying to think to yourself, where can I go to help support this fantastic show even more? Well, guess what, Acorns? I got your back. Quite literally, in fact, because if you go to indooradventure.redbubble.com, we got t-shirts, we got posters, we got mugs, we got crop tops, throw pillows, shower curtains, aprons, clocks. We even have face masks with the symbol of T and Matt upon them, designed by our very own Cyberwolf1201, where all the proceeds of our merch currently goes to help support Doctors Without Borders. So... If you would like to help support a good cause or possibly help support the show, you can again go to indooradventure.redbubble.com. That is indoor adventure, no S at the end, .redbubble.com. But that is it for my opening spiel. Hey, RJ, who are you playing today? Hey, everybody, I'm RJ. Today I'm playing Kalem, the Shadokai wizard fighter. He goes by he, him. I also go by he, him. I'm a menace. He's a nerd. Could it make it any more obvious? <laughs> He is a punk. <laughs> I'm LB Hackmap. I'm be playing Gwen, the halfling barbarian. We both go by she, her. I'm I'm a tired girl. She's a ragey girl. Hoi, I'm Cyber. I use he or any pronouns. Uh, I play Arjan. Arjan is a draconian gamer who broke his copy of Baldur's Gate 3 trying to install the party limit be gone mod uh, and only cried for the five hours that it took to re-download the game. He uses he, him pronouns. Hey everybody, I'm Wings, also known as Danae Keener. Uh, she, her, today I am playing as Coriander, the Elegant Paladin. Uh, she, they, and he, I am addicted to Factorio. They are an Elegant Paladin. <laughs> and I am the indoor adventurer, he, him, and tonight... I shall be your dungeon master. So, last we left off, your group had, on the, the like, two days that you had to reach the Citadel of the Gith, decided it's now or never. We're going to talk to every fucking person that we've ever met. Uh, for the most part, there are still a few people uh, that you have not gone back to see in quite some time, but I won't name names. However, Parnell is waiting patiently in a cold, dark cell somewhere, waiting for somebody to rescue him. It's Let him rot. It's going to happen. <laughs> I thought he was dead. <laughs> uh, so, 
that being said, uh, your group spent some time. You went back to Greenreach, where you visited with Gwen's family. Uh, Arjan, you ended up spending time in the Isle of Summer with Rasa because Cory needed to take a lunch date with her mom. Uh, after, of course, all of this was well and done, you made your way to the Citadel of the Gif, where upon arriving, you were escorted to meet the Githzari uh, pseudo-deity, uh, as they are, Zareth Menyar Ag Gif. Now, Zareth notably looks quite dead, but as uh, it turns out, he's just sleeping. He's having a really good nap right now. Uh, however, he, it is impossible for him to currently wake up due to a, the strength of his concentrations, but he was still able to meet with Calum to request that you all come to the Citadel of Gif in order to help save his people. Where we last left off, the warning bells have rung. You have all rushed out into the courtyard near where your ship is currently parked. There before the gates of Limbo, you saw these gates, uh, or you saw a pond ripple with a uh, quickening pulse as it seemed like whatever was causing this seismic interruption along the surface of the water was getting closer. The gates of Limbo themselves began to heat white hot before they exploded and shattered outward. There, these pieces sort of floating into the Astral Sea, creating platforms that you can jump on later uh, to uh, around what looks to be a slod of titanic portions. This creature is absolutely massive, and you can see that they are pissed. Uh, as you all know, uh, this creature is running from something, uh, and unfortunately, the Citadel of Gif is in its way. That being said, before the gates broke open and created all of the debris and detritus that you see before you uh, on our handy jam board, uh, which the players are going to be using to keep track, uh, we'll probably post, I'll probably like screenshot it every once in a while uh just as things kind of go along uh and i might post them in questions for the courts who knows uh that being said as this creature burst through came out uh with you watching as it looks like there is a charge of energy traveling up its chest and into its gullet once again calum you had handed scrolls of haste to three different GIF with the instruction that they were to use them on your party or use them as they see fit? Use them on Gwen Arjan and Corey. Okay. Gwen. And then run as fast as you can. Stay out of line of fire. Sounds good. So each one of you will be assigned a GIF for this combat. LB, I know that brings your total companions up to four right now. Uh, hopefully that is not, uh, hopefully that's not too much. Okay, so that being said, um, on the board, where does everybody want to start? I sort of placed where uh, the GIF were that had sort of uh, come and ran out, each one being relatively close enough to where one of the party members would be. Uh, the GIF speaker, um, whose name was, I have that written down, Radina the Wiser, uh, is also going to be in this combat. I will be controlling her, so that shouldn't be an issue. 
Um, I'm going to see what she gets for initiative. And when y'all get the chance, roll initiative. Your gith will be acting on your turn. Ready. Well, Arjan got a 12. No. Oh. What did you get? Natural 20 for a 28. Holy shit. Nice. Okay. Uh, on the opposite end, uh, natural one for a negative one. Oh, classic Kalem. <laughs> All right, I'm putting you at zero because that will make it easier for me to track. Uh, and then let's see here. Gwen. I rolled with advantage. Three. Okay. Oh, no. Sounds good. Uh, so let me just get these taken care of so I remember. Uh, Simon, I'm, is this square anything that's right next to Rasa? Uh, yes, that is your ship. Can I, I'm going to just scoot you back a little bit because yeah, yeah. black in the true order for me. For sure. So let me get I might draw a dick on it. Quick. No. No one's going to see. It's going to be in white pen. <laughs> uh, we will say that Laren is with Arjan. Titus is with Corey. Who? <laughs> His name is Titus. <laughs> yes, Sunday character. One person with a name in an entire universe. <laughs> I will be it playing be Titus today. No, you won't. That's my Sunday character. Get your hands off him. Uh, would you rather I play Typhon and explode? At this level, yeah, sure. I'll counterspell it. Calum, <laughs> uh, you uh, or I don't know. So Gwen, you got a three. You said. Yes, that's okay. what I said. Sounds good. And then Corey, what did you get? Uh, 14. 14, okay. I'm first right. on the next round. Are are you controlling Rasa or should I? Uh, You can control Rasa. I, I, I believe you I can control two dragons. Should I roll for her? Yeah. We'll have her go separate than Arjan because she has a bunch of other shit. Okay. What is... Where the fuck is her initiative? <laughs> I have it all. I think it's, I think it's just zero. I was gonna say I have it all in the um, in my Excel sheet that I'm using for the initiative tracker. I'll post that into the four. Ross rolled chat. a two. Ross uh, rolled a two. Incredible. Hey LB, is it okay if I take control of your gift so you don't have so many tokens on the board? Sure. Okay. Then some Corey. Boop. Okay. I know this is super fun for the people at home. However, y'all, I kind of oh, need this right now. Holy shit. That's a big frog. Okay. And copy. Posting. No? All right. We're just going to get into it. I think it. it's actually a toad because it's not in water, right? Like, that's the difference. It technically is. That's the limbo. The only difference. You will notice in the uh, initiative order that there are some things uh, that have separate initiatives that you are not controlling and are not your enemy. That would be the Sunsetter Pirates aboard the Last Horizon. Uh, Skiznabat and his crew will be assisting you in the fight with a variety of abilities. 
so get ready for some wait are they actually pirates are they they said they were adventurers and you just went okay you never asked <laughs> further questions wait. these ones are pirates full circle this isn't, this isn't an olivier situation nope where no they're, they're pirates oh they're pirates they're thrill-seeking pirates though Oh, I see. They're like fun pirates. Yeah, they're fun, jolly pirates that say things like yo-ho and wild and stallions. They also say, shoot the flag. <laughs> they do say, shoot the flag. All right, so we are going to be finding ourselves at the top of the initiative order. That being said, Arjan, you have just watched as this thing comes blasting out of this gate it is a titanic-looking frog-like monster, or at least you think it is frog-like. It does have a tail, but, like, you have a tail, so that's not really that different. You can still be a giant frog monster with a tail. Um, but it does look like this prehistoric, this genuinely, like, prehistoric creature um, that has made its way out of the Gates of Limbo. What would you like to do? I would like it. Okay. I would like to mark it as my favorite foe. Okay. Just check here real quick. How, it is, what, 120 feet away? Roughly, yes. I would like to, to get up to the, to the edge or however much i can okay uh my walking speed increases by 10 feet on the first turn so like 50 feet so like halfway across that's fine uh to answer your question noctua no we do not remember how to do combat <laughs> that's what this <laughs> session is for um you've muted yourself on i did research thank you Hello, my name's Kaylin. I would like to uh, set patience to fire. Okay. And I'll get three attacks on my first turn, two because of the normal thing, mm -hmm. and then an extra because of Dread Ambusher, and then another one because of Haste. So, so four. Holy shit, awesome. Brat, brat, um, my friend. Uh, 30 for the first. Okay. We'll do it separate. 29 for the second. 29 also hits. 32 for the third. Yeah. Okay. And a natural one for the fourth, but... but I'm very lucky. You are very lucky. Can I have this? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Bountiful luck. And 25 <laughs> for the fourth. 25 just hits. Okay. Oh. I would like to use my stronghold feature since I've taken an extended rest. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. We remembered to use I have to find it. 
<laughs> uh, my favorite enemy will have vulnerability to my attacks. I can oh. do it for a number of damage rolls equals to my stronghold level. What is my stronghold level? <laughs> Your stronghold level would be the highest current stronghold level. Um, so I'll say four. I'll say that this round, each of your attacks is able to go off. Okay. <laughs> so, now, so now I have to roll for the damage. <laughs> okay. This game is dumb. Beast. <laughs> and then on top of this, there's two additional D8s. So uh -huh. let me just get those first. It's a good game. What does it look like when Arjan just melts? I, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Excuse me while I do math. Thirty-six. Two thirty six four fifty eight fifty eight and thirteen is seventy one plus another thirteen is eighty four ninety eight and then one calculate. <laughs> Okay, so the extra damage was 13, and then for the first attack, that was 18, uh, then 11, and then, then 13, 13, then 14, which is 69, nice, nice. Uh, times 2, 138 points of damage for my first action. Okay. Do you need the rest of us? All right. <laughs> Did I do a bonus action? No, I don't think so. Uh, Gloomstalkers are free on top of your regular. Oh, you hunters marked it. So each uh, of those attacks. No, no that's uh, favorite foe is uh, uh, no, no. Right, um, it's on a hit. Then you mm. tag them as a favorite foe. Did, did you roll the damage on that? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I got two additional D8s. Uh, one was for... Gloomstalker, Gloomstalker. And the other one was for favorite foe. Right, favorite foe is an increasing die instead of more die. Got it. Okay. I'm going to use Nature's Veil as a bonus action <laughs> and turn invisible. <laughs> <laughs> He's playing Call of Duty and the rest of us are playing Boulder's Gate. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> no Arshan... I'm, playing I'm playing Boulder's Gate Tactician. <laughs> And the rest of us are playing Baldur's Gate dating sale. <laughs> Is he wrong? <laughs> I'm playing Baldur's Gate the speed run as Gale jumping through the Shadowlands. Okay. All right. And then your gith that you were in charge of, I'm guessing uh, that was like he hasted you on this turn? Yeah. And now he's going to run away and defend. Use a dodge action. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, so then next up in the initiative order is the Balliste. Uh, so a Ballista is going to fire from the Last Horizon. Uh, hey, LB, can you roll a d20 for me? 
I'm just gonna call on people to roll yes, I can. when it's their turn. Uh, four. Okay, so a four. Uh, they have a plus ten to hit with the ballistae. So you watch as this ballista shoots off this large, like, uh, missile of a hunk of wood. Uh, and it just glances off the hide of the Karashik. Um, so then they are not able to do their thing. Uh, you hear music coming from the deck of the ship uh, as their initiative count 18 ability triggers. Uh, so they are going to give, since he's one of the only ones that they can see, uh, they're, uh, they are going to give a D12 Bardic Inspiration to Grayskull uh, as he is cheered on by the rock music coming from your ally's vessel. Then next up is going to be Corey. Okay. Uh, Corey, on her turn, is going to activate Warding Wind, I believe. Um, it, she's not hasted yet, is she? She's hasted already. Uh, because Calum had given the scrolls of haste, um, they still have to haste you. Okay, has not been hasted yet. Not that yet. is no. a-okay. Um, do you... Looking into, like, setup for, like, I mean, like, I'm still in setup mode. Arjan's yep. already blasted. But, um... Does would a teleport be useful to anybody at this point? I might fight this one at range. Okay, I that would I could still, I could still set you up for that, Buster. I don't want to be close um, yet because I don't know what this thing can do. So okay, because I can, I can essentially I am offering to use my action to teleport each one of us within 120 feet of where I currently am. Is that an action or a bonus? It's an action. Ah, damn. I know Gwen wants to be there. Gwen, you want to be up there? I've got ways. Don't you, you worry. Got All right. Okay. All right. So nobody wants teleports? No, not yet. An emergency situation, like teleport is out. I don't want to teleport in. If okay. it helps, each of your gith does have a once-per-day plane shift that they can do. Uh, Motherfucker! If I had I known that, I had a different strategy in mind. Oh. <laughs> I don't Call out all the gifts, have them plane shift that motherfucker. It's a touch attack. I I mean, like, Where? I, I'm assuming that Anywhere. he has legendary resistances. They, um, they burn through all of them. How many gith are inside the citadel? <laughs> 20? <laughs> That's bad for wherever we put it. That's not our problem. <laughs> Just put it We're back in limbo. Yes, it is. <laughs> that instantly in becomes a season three problem. That goes past <laughs> the season two parameter. <laughs> we plane shift it into season three. The fucking Delta episode from Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Simon, could that be a thing? Could we plane shift it into season three? You could plane. I, you, if you say, if you all agree that you want to plane shift it into another season of games problem, I will take that and run with that, okay. and it will just be somewhere else. No. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll talk about it after show. Yeah, we'll it shop just it. shows up in like a cipher system campaign. It shows <laughs> up in apocalypse keys. I'm telling Sarah. 
Okay, investiture of wind. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm gonna fly. I have a flying speed of um, it's concentration of of sixty feet. Um, I'm not going to get out of range of my gith just yet. Um, can I possibly fly as far as I can without being out of range of my gith? Haste um, is thirty feet range, Simon. That's for all of them. That's why I gave each of them control of their own gif. Okay, so I'm going to fly 30 feet away from my gif. Uh, would that put me within 60 feet of the slot? Uh, to be 60 feet away from them, you have to be... Um, On the square. Basically, maybe. you have to be at the ledge. Okay, but would I still be within 30 feet of my gif? Uh, you can move your gif with you. I don't want to move me. Um, they have to be within 30 feet to cast it. They don't have to remain within 30 feet, do they? No, they don't. That's why I was saying they cast and then they just run away somewhere. Yeah, that's what my, my guy's doing. Okay. So, I, I... My question still stands. Can I get 30 feet away from my gif and 60 feet away from the creature? Yeah. Okay. I would like to do that. Okie dokie. Basically on the edge, right? Yes. Okay. So, um, while using Investiture of Wind, uh, I can use my action to create a 15-foot cube of swirling wind centered on a point within 60 feet of me. Uh, each... Oh, no! Things! Screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. She looks so unimpressed. Think tonight's session might go by a lot faster than we all thought. <laughs> so how's everybody's day? It's been good. Yeah, good yeah, time. Not too bad. I'm drinking out of a new mug that I got. Ooh, okay. uh, which is uh, a hot cup of mom's world famous advice. Oh, wow. no. Always right, uh -oh. guaranteed. Uh, so we are going to go yeah. into a quick, uh, a quick break while we uh, get Danae back. Don't go anywhere. All right. See okay. You soon. Why? Bye. We're back. Simon. Oh my God, we're dead. What? Huh? Oh, I was oh. about to say, hey, you know what hasn't happened in a while? You sang first and second break because we're definitely having a second break. Oh, yeah. Now we're, <laughs> we're definitely going to have a second break. It'll be great. All right. Well, so we've, we're about to have like a logical break. break. Course, <laughs> break. <laughs> All right. So uh, you're using Investiture of Wind to create a cube of swirly air. Where are you, put, where are you putting that? I'm putting it on top of the slot. Okay. It's Sounds a 15 good. foot swirling cube i'd like to do it right on his face okay uh i need a constitution saving throw sounds good that is going to be an 18 18's not going to do it okay uh so he's going to take 2d10 bludgeoning damage. That being 17. Take that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and I assume he is not a large or smaller creature. No. 
Mm. Foiled again. All right. Um, I don't think I have any bonus actions I, I should do at this point. So I think I'm good. I think that's... Well, your bonus action would it. be the investiture, right? Or is that a full action as well? Oh, I guess that would be the bonus action, wouldn't it? Hold on. Let me double check and make sure that I didn't just... Oh, that's an action. That was a full action. Re re disregard. I didn't even do that attack. Okay. I, I just invested shirt and I moved. Sounds good. And then you had, well, you had haste uh, put on you. I. So you have another, you could have an attack action, but you don't, like, you have a javelin, did, maybe? Did we decide I already have haste? Is the gith giving you haste? Yes. Oh, does the gith go on my yeah, turn? Yeah, they both, they all go oh, on your turn. My god. If that helps. There was a misunderstanding. Else. Yeah, Gith goes on oh. your turn. Okay. <laughs> um. All right. Cool. Uh. In that case, then I I suppose that that all stands. Um. Oh, what do Gith have? Uh, unarmed attacks mostly. Um. I think this guy ought to go someplace he will not be touched. Uh. In order to um, maintain his his con concentration, yeah. Yep. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, is this is this my guy right here? This is my guy. Yes. I'm gonna have him move like thirty feet back towards uh, Rasa. That's a safe place to be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. that's it for me. I'm sorry that that took way longer than it should have. <laughs> that's no worries. All right, so that is the um, that is Corey. That is the Gith. Uh, it is the Karashik's turn, and it is going to approach. Uh, it can move up to forty feet, but the rocks and debris count as uh, slightly more difficult terrain for it. It is still able to kind of push them out of the way, but as it trundles forward. Those pieces are moved off to the side. Uh, so it sees you, Corey, and it got blasted in the direction of Arjan. It does not like the fact that it was blasted in the direction of Arjan. Um, so it is going to, let's see here. It is going to open its maw and unleash a blast of energy in that direction. So, Arjan, this creature seems like it can see you, even while you are invisible. It looks like it's, uh, its inhabitants of being the plane of limbo has given it the ability to see truly for what things are. Uh, so, I am going to need you to make a save for me. Uh, that is going to be is a dex. Uh, it is a breath weapon. Well. So okay. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw for both yourself and the gif. Okay, well, I get it at advantage because I'm hasted. Yes. Uh, 30. 30, okay. That succeeds. Uh, and my gif is running the, running the fuck away. Okay. But... Would would he be next to me? So he was running away. So no, it would just be you. Yeah. Okay. 
So a 30 is a success, thankfully. Uh, so you are going to be taking half of 87 points of force damage as this mm -hmm. thing hits you with a blast of its disintegration breath. So then next up, we're at the uh, end of the end of its turn. So a 22 con save won't won't help me maintain concentration on the favorite foe. Not this one, no. Okay. Well. I have rolled for Ow. its breath weapon, and you see once again that there is this charge of energy that seems to come up its chest and into the back of its throat. As it unleashes a mighty roar. Uh, that being said, that is it for its turn. Next up is the Gith, uh, the wisest leader. And she is going to take a look at the scenario. Um, and she does not have much that she can do. Uh, so I think she is going to also exit um, and uh, try and keep her people safe as well as prepare for a worst case scenario uh, should anything befall the Citadel. So we are going to get rid of the Gith once they are there. So then that is her turn. Um, next up is going to be uh let's see here uh next up is going to be the dash slash disengage that your ship is capable of doing uh or at least your allies ship they are just going to kind of circle around the backside uh of the citadel of the gif and put some space between them uh and this giant lizard that's breathing laser beams uh, so then they have their Captain's Rally ability, and the Captain's Rally allows them to repeat one of the abilities that they've used previously. Um, so they are going to give a Bardic Inspiration of a D12 to Kalem, because they are able to see you. I feel so inspired. Uh, so that is them. Next up, Rasa. Okay, so Ross has a fly speed of 80 feet. So you can get like two thirds of the way across, which is not enough for her breath weapon to be able to get all the way there. So she's going to just come over that way and um, hold her action for if the thing gets within 60 feet. Okay. Sounds good. Okay, then next up is Gwen and your party. So, you got Grayskull, you got Hexton, you got yourself. Okie dokie. Uh, Gwen is uh, going to say to Hexton and Grayskull, let's fucking do this! And she's going to go into a rage. Um, she is going to... Uh, Grayskull is going to first uh, fly up into the air. Uh, he has a fly speed of 40 feet. Okay. So he's 120s, so he can get to, like, here. 
Maybe not with the breath weapon right there. Mm -hmm. uh, and he is going to uh, take a place his hand in the air and summon a javelin to throw at this being. Okay. Um, does he need to attack? It's an attack action, right? I believe so. Okay, because it doesn't give me a plus to hit. Oh, the wind I javelin see. just hits. Oh, dope. Okay, cool. Cool. Right, Simon? Yeah. I'm here for it. Okay. All right. Uh, so that is going to be 12 uh, force damage to the tar target, and then it disappears. Uh, Gwen is going to uh, reach over for Hexton. Uh, Hexton has a fly speed of 120 feet, so he is going to fly over, snag Gwen, and f oh, 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 I'm turning him, sorry. And fly her over to the edge where, come on now. She, uh, um, let's see what his, his strength is 24. Can he huck her? He'll have to make a strength check in order to okay. do so, but he could throw her as he would an improvised weapon. Okay, so that's just a straight strength check? Yes. Okay. Perception. Oh, it's a natural 20, baby. Oh, yeah. Yes. So Hexen will, like, he swoops by on these blackened wings that just seep this dark despair from them, grabs mm. you by the hand and says, come on, Godslayer, let's see what you can do. And he just throws you as hard as he can towards this, like, looming massive creature. Uh, Gwen takes out uh, the runt axe with the chain, and she is going to use one of her attacks to uh, chain onto this thing uh, well, if it lands, and uh, and uh, pull herself in so she is a more stable base. Okay. Um, so that first attack is reckless. It is a thirty-five to hit. That'll hit. Uh, second attack which is the normal attack, uh, is 16, uh, 31 to hit. Yeah. And then my hasted attack. Is the hasted attack a bonus action? Nope. It's just an extra attack okay. action, but you can only attack once during that extra action. Yep. Okay. Is, oh, not great. This is only a 22. Okay, a 22 misses. Okay, 24. 20, Six plus, 16 plus 8 is 24. 24 also misses. Oh, shit. Okay. So we got two attacks that hit. It's uh, not great. Um, so that's 19 on the first one. Uh, and then uh, 8 fire damage. And then the second one is uh, 22 slashing and uh, 7 fire damage. Okay. And she is going to uh, sort of, as she is attacking, sort of get a foothold so that she has a better stance on this thing. Okay. Now, Gwen, for the two attacks that you landed while you were on it, I would like for you to make a singular D100 roll. Oh, boy. I don't know if I want high or low here, but here we go. 
56. 56, okay. So with a 56, Gwen, as you are able to hit this creature, you can feel that there is a blast of energy that seems to ripple from it as your axe pierces its hide. This creature is of the chaos flows of limbo. And as you are breaking into it, there is a like uh, a leaking distortion that seems to come from it. And it washes over you and gets on your hands. And you just see that it sort of like seeps into your skin. Oh, we lost an A again. Uh-oh. No! <laughs> She's not going to know the weird things that are happening. It's true. Uh, Gwen, you get the feeling like something has changed around Uh-oh. you. But you aren't sure what it is. Uh, Gwen's going to go over speakerphone and say... All right, when you hit it up close, weird shit happens. I'm not a flump, right? Good thing I'm not up close. (laughs) Okay, so thankfully, you were not close enough. uh, Or rather, you were able to get... uh, Maybe something happened that doesn't directly turn you into a flump. Uh, But things have definitely changed. Now... My insides are now spaghetti. Your insides are maybe spaghetti. Uh, That being said, Gwen, you are on top of this creature. It is going to use one of its legendary actions to perform an attack against you. It is going to use... It's going to sing to me? (laughs) uh, It is actually, because you are on its head, it is going to try and use its chomp attack on you. Mm, mm -hmm. And because you attacked it recklessly... It is going to have advantage on this attack. True. So that is going to be a 33 to hit. Yeah. (laughs) As you are going to be taking 39 points of piercing damage from its teeth. And you are considered grappled. Oh, no. No, I'm not, baby. I have a spell of... Or I have a, my... Thunder my, boots? The, no, no, The ring of free action. Oh. Makes it so that I cannot be grappled. Okay. Which is good. Because... Oh, restrained. Fuck! Even better. Honestly. <laughs> because until this grapple ends, the target is restrained. So... The fact you're just grappled with its teeth now. You're not restrained yeah. though. You're uh, essentially holding the teeth in place yeah, before yeah. it chomps on you. you... Yeah, it's like... <laughs> you're right where you want to be. Like that's you're fine. true. <laughs> Incredible. So you are in the creature's mouth, holding it open. <laughs> well, I... if oh no, <laughs> does it if... use its breath weapon? <laughs> I was gonna say if the stat block says if restrained in this way, that you're not yeah. restrained, so I can't swallow yeah. you. There you go. All right, so... See, this was a good call with this ring. Thank you. Your gif gets the fuck out of there after, like, haste, sees everything that happens. It's like, no! (laughs) Oh, she's fucking crazy. Okay. (laughs) Oh, she's, like, crazy, crazy. Okay. (laughs) Uh, And he is going to run. uh, Yeah, fair. Removing himself from the initiative order. Caleb. Hey, that's me. It's my turn, finally. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Well... Do I... Yeah, you know what? I might as well shoot my shot while the shooting's good. Uh... K, 
Kalen puts on the owl mask as he steps forward and kind of rotates his shoulders as the chaos is going on around him. Arjan shooting off shots, uh, Corey shooting off wind, Gwen screaming in the background. Uh, I'm going to cast a ninth level spell. Okay. Uh, I'm casting Prismatic Wall as a dome, designating everyone of my allies as a safe creature. So they are not affected by it. Okay. I'm going to cast it on top of the slot. Okay. All right. He's going to have to make some checks. Sure. <clears throat> Can I have five? De oh, no. Actually, is it seven dexterity saving throws? Okay. Or what? He's going to make the first one with six. Are are you sure this first one's? Oh, I'm be a sorry. Six. It's a it's a Constitution saving throws. Because there He's... might be a specific one that we prefer over the others for him to fail. I I, I I'm using it. I said it. All right. Mm. What are you using? His uh, his first roll that he's gonna make to save. He'll get a six. Okay. On the die. Plus so... con. Plus con is a, is a, let me just check here. I believe it is a 16. DC 21. It takes 33 fire damage. Okay. Second con save, please. Sounds good. Second con save. Let me get my calculator. I'm going to have to. 25. Uh, that is a pass. It takes 14 points of uh, acid damage. Okay. Third save. Third save. That is a 29. That is a pass. 19 points of lightning damage. Okay. Uh, fourth save. Fourth save is a 15. That is a fail. He takes 39, 20 points of acid uh, poison damage. Okay. Fifth save. Save is a 29. 29's a pass. He takes 23 divided by 2. 11 points of lightning damage. Okay. 6 save. 6th is a 22. Uh, that is a pass. He does not take one stage of petrify. 7. That is going to be a 28. That is a pass. He is not blinded. Action surge. Overcharge. Prismatic wall. Okay. Again, on top of him. Um... I'm going to make it like a Venn diagram, essentially. So he's going to have to make a save if he tries to exit as well. Both okay. of them. Question on that. Is that a concentration yes. spell? It is not. Wild. Okay. First save. That is an 18. 18's a fail. He takes 36 points of fire. Okay. There's the other die. Second save. 22. Uh, that's a pass. He will take 42, uh, 42, 21 points of acid. Third save. Third save is a 26. That is a pass. He takes uh, 17 points of lightning damage. What save? 24. 24 is a pass. He takes, oh God, I have so many windows open. <laughs> Uh, 17 points of what was this fifth save mm -hmm. uh, lightning damage okay then oh wait no 
what save are we on? Fourth? Yes. Sorry. Uh, that's poison. Fifth save is cold damage. Okay. Cold. They get a 19. Or no, uh, it's that's a, a 23. Sorry. So that's, that's half. Sadly, a pass. 14 points of cold damage. Time for the status effects. Six save. Okay. That is a 17, but they are going to use one of their legendary resistances. Beautiful. Six save. Okay, six save is a 28. That is a pass. I burnt a legendary resistance. I'm happy. You burned a lot more than that. That is oh, for yeah, the, sure. The damage is cool, too. Um, I'm going to draw the Venn diagram. Now, question. Does that happen to everything inside of that? I have the ability to designate safe okay, creatures, right. so cool. Gwen is fine. Just wanted to check. Now, can I bring this to the front? And it needs to do that if it moves out of them? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Okay. I'm going to pre-roll a bunch of damage. Thank you. That's what I did initially. Um, I have a bonus action. Okay. Which I'm going to use to fuck off. I'm going to fuck off. Uh, just move back here. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, it does not like the things that are happening to it. Arjan. <laughs> the fuck, man? That's a bonus action. Arjan is going to cast a first level Zephyr Strike. He's going to move here. Oh no. Oh no. I did Too not far. mean to do. <laughs> There's an Arjan under there. Send it back. Um, okay. So, first attack, he'll make an advantage. He rolled a 23, which I believe is a miss. That is correct. That that will trigger Stalker's Flurry whenever uh, Arjan misses an attack on a turn, he can make another weapon attack. Okay. Uh, so that one he rolled 25, which just hits, I believe. 25 does, yes. Okay. Which deals 9 points of fire damage. Okay. His next attack was a 23, which is a miss. Mm -hmm. uh, and the next one was also a 25, uh, which just hits for 12 points of fire damage okay so two 23s two 25s very consistent here that's true um his speed also increased that turn to 120 feet oh my god okay uh which he used to move very very far away Sounds good. Not really. He's moved a lot closer to the creature, but very far away from where his position was. That's it. Okay. Sounds good. And your gif is gone, gone, gone. He's out. He's, yep. He's erased himself from the narrative. Ship is going to come back. Having reloaded, it will attempt to use another one of its ballistas. Uh, hey, uh, Danae, roll me a d20. I will roll you a d20. Seven. Seven? Uh, 17 as a total is not enough to pierce this thing's hide. 
once again, uh, the ship just has now fired its shot and it is eh, closer. Doesn't really like where it's going. Uh, it is going to use a Bardic Inspiration die, Gwen. Uh, you will get a d12 that you can use for an attack or an ability check. Thank you. <laughs> okay, it is time. It looks like they also have their healing word up. So they are going to use that on Gwen as you are the closest person that they can see who's taken any damage. And you are, once the dice stops doing its thing, huh? you are going to be gaining 15 points of health from the ship. Thank you. Okay. I see what I did wrong here. Okay. So then next up after those healing words is Corey. Corey, you've just seen Calum create a prismatic fuck you uh, to this large creature. Gwen is like holding a titan's mouth agape. And Rife, like there's like a, a newfound respect coming from Rife of just being like, you know, it's not very often you get to see something that would put uh, Pralnoth to shame being just like <laughs> shrugged off by your smallest companion for sure right um, seems pleased with the decisions that led it here today <laughs> well um it's about to i'm about to lead them further um Corey's gonna use that warding wind fly speed to get her right up on the critter okay right up on that there slot um, she's going to, yeah, why not? Let's, let, let's just land on top of it. Sure. Bring to front. I'm going to land right on top of the slot. Um, I'm going to drop my warding wind, uh, and bonus action. I'm going to do, uh, it is called... Uh, it's rather, rather it's investiture of wind. Warding wind is a different spell. Um, I'm going to activate. You know what? Actually. Oh, no. Oh, right. Yeah, no, I have this, don't I? Um, this isn't even a concentration. Is this, is this an action or is this a bonus action? Which? I'm. Uh, sorry, I'm, uh, Elder Champion is an action. Okay. Perhaps I shall do that another time. It's not concentration. Actually, yeah, you know what? Okay, Elder Champion, yes, I'm doing it. I'm, as an action, I'm okay. doing it. What does that do? Um, for one minute, you gain the following benefits. It's it's my uh, paladin capstone. Uh, at the start of your turns, you gain one. Uh, you gain ten HP. You can cast paladin spells with a casting time of one action as a bonus action. Mm -hmm. And enemy creatures within ten feet have disadvantage on saving throws against your paladin spells and channel divinity options. Hell yeah! Yes, pretty good. <clears throat> And gosh, it doesn't even really matter, does it? Because now I can cast action spells as bonus actions. 
Um, and it's not even a spell. No, you worked for that ability. You're level 20. I, I did. You're so right, bestie. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> fuck. I had notes on this. And it's, like, things that didn't come to mind until the very moment that I was here. Uh, actually, this was a question that I intended to ask you at some point. Yeah. Uh, can I cast my Wraith spells, like, from my from my sword slash ring uh, using this Elder Champion ability? I don't see why not. Cool, cool, cool. Cool. Okay. Uh, in that case, I'm going to go ahead and use a bonus action to cast Mirror Image. Seems really good. Um, and then I'm going... I have an action left, right? A uh, haste action, you guys, yeah. Those of you who remember how haste works, uh, okay, I'm going to go ahead and use an action to attack. Okay. Um, so here's my button for that. Uh, that's a 26 to hit. That'll hit. 11 slashing damage, 3 radiant damage, uh, Gwen, get 10 temporary hit points. Um, and I'll go ahead and smite at first level. Just, just, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna do it. We're going in slow. Uh, and that'll be eight slashing, or radiant damage, okay. sorry. Uh, not undead or fiend? It is neither. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, then that's it for me. Okay. Sounds good. Um, I I hit this guy with my with my sword. You did. Does, Roll does a that D100 do anything to me? me? A D100? Yes, please. Okay. D100. 53. 53. Okay. Yeah, it's blood splashes onto you, Corey. Uh, and feels weird don't really like it but it feels weird i don't mind that's my turn okay sounds good then the next up it is none other than the creature's turn so with the prismatic wall let me see oh my gith runs away by the way oh yeah no, he's. he's uh, I I turn and I pull out a gun and cap that gif as a bonus action. How dare you! Because <laughs> if I'm reading it right, it's every time they have to breach the wall. So moving in between the a dome would make it take several instances of it. Okay, so with the dome. You would have to do it above or in front, right? Because it can't clip into it because the spell, if the space is occupied by the creature, then mm -hmm. the spell fails. Is that what it reads? Yeah. Oh, did I miss that? Alternatively, you can shape the wall into a sphere up to 30 feet in diameter centered on a point. The wall remains in place for a duration if you position the wall so it passes through a space occupied by the uh... creature. The spell fails and your action in the spell slot are wasted. 
Damn. Okay. Um, I do have the numbers somewhere. If you want to give them back the HP. Um. Or do we want to say that it's just two walls and then he just walks through it? Uh, we we will say that dramatically, he will just bust through the walls. Uh, that's as, fair. Um, as again, just so that way, you know, like, it's on both of us. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I am totally fine. So he is going to bust out of those. Let me move them. Uh, so he has Gwen in his mouth. He oh, has God. Uh, Corey hanging off of his back, slashing him with this sword. Uh, and they are going to take steps forth and get closer to the area. They're actually going to move their full 40 feet, which will place them about here. So they have Gwen, Corey, uh, and they are going to utilize their breath weapon. So uh -oh. they are going to blast. Uh -oh, <laughs> Not the Goliaths. <laughs> it looks like Hexton, Grayskull, and Gwen are all going to be in this here blast. So it's going to be a dexterity throw that I'm going, or a dexterity save that I'm going to need from each of them. Can Gwen see it? <laughs> uh, Gwen can definitely, I would say out of the group, she has the best view uh, of this She's thing. She's slightly that is blinded coming. by this. Yeah, Gwen, it is an odd sight. You are looking into the maw of this creature and you just start seeing this like deep pulsing blue light like coming from its gullet until you like watch the light crest over and then it is just pain as this as you are being blasted by this. Thing I, I mentioned weapon. just for danger sense. Yeah. Right. So that is going to be. So say uh, dexterity save. What are the what are your saves? You mute, you mute yourself. Goliath did not save. Gwen got a dirty twenty. Okay, so Gwen, you succeed. Your Goliaths fail. On a failure, they are going to take ninety-seven points of force damage. Gwen, you will take half. Buddy, help! Okay. It seems I've been blasted by force damage. Uh, Gwen takes half. It's force damage? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, yes. It's a kaiju battle. Okay. <laughs> Math. So that is it for its turn as it uses its breath weapon does not gain its breath weapon back at the end of the turn. Gwen, it still has you in its mouth, regrettably. You get the feeling, like, if anything, it was using its breath weapon to, like, get this thing out of my fucking teeth. Like, it does not want you there. Uh, but there you are. Uh, so that is going to be it for its turn as it continuously moves closer. Next up is going to be the ship. The ship wants to get the fuck out of there. Uh, and then they are going to perform a healing word, and they are going to get Grayskull with the healing word. Uh, so that is going to be for... Let's see here. Grayskull gains 11 hit points back. Thank you. That was really kind. This fucking sucks. 
I forgot what it feels like for pain. Uh, Don't like up, it. Uh, Rasa. Rasa. Fly speed of 80 feet. Okay. I believe her cone is 60 feet. Okay. Um, yes, 60 foot cone. Um, let me. Make sure we won't kill anybody. <laughs> is that good? Yeah. Okay. This is a 3D space, baby. Um, I need a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Sounds good. Let me get that here. 11, 12, 13, 14. As a natural 20. 17, 18. For a total of 20. Damn it. Okay. I, shit. Where's the... Where's my game log? I see one, two... I see two ones that I think become twos. I believe you re-roll ones and twos. Or no, that's Savage Attacker. Uh, yeah, the ones become twos for the elemental adept. Yeah. She can treat ones rolled as twos. Yep. Okay, so what did I... Game log, come back. Okay, so instead of 63, it's going to be 65 halved to 32 points of fire damage. Okay. Okie dokie. As it braves this breath weapon. And I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. All right. Sounds good. Uh, after your turn, it is going to use a legendary action. And let's see here. It is going to make a tail attack. It is going to make that twelve. Uh, it is going to make that tail attack against Corey. Uh, it's going to as... be at disadvantage. Okay. Because of my uh, spirit shield stuff. Sounds good. If he's not attacking me and he's rolling, it's a disadvantage. That is a twenty-eight with the disadvantage. <laughs> yeah, that'll hit. Okay. You do also get uh, resistance to the damage dealt, Corey. All right, so that is going to be 29 points of slashing damage. Or not uh, uh, not slashing damage. It would be bludgeoning damage from the tail. But before the resistance? Uh, that is before the resistance. So halved would be 14. Remember, minus three for every uh, armor master. So 11. Yes. Nice. Look at this, a well a machine. I sure do like taking less damage. <laughs> All right, then Progressively less damage. Is, is the uh, the Tread Thunder clan. 
Okay. Hey, short uh, stack. I don't know about this. Oh no, he is loving every second of this, and you know it. Uh, yeah. So first off, Hexen is going to fly. Uh, it's beautiful, uh, scary wings. He is going to fly underneath uh, this thing and start attacking his feetsies. Okay. Um, uh, and he is going to do his great sword attack, which he gets two of, plus 12 to hit, a reach of five feet. So he'll keep a little bit of distance. I don't know if that makes enough distance, but, um, oh, dang, get it. So that is a 28 and a 29 to hit. Both hit. Okay. So the first one is going to be, oh, yep. Um, uh, 25, uh, slashing damage plus, oh, eight, 13, 30 radiant damage. And then the second hit is... Plus seven is 22 slashing and not as good. Uh, 17 radiant damage. Okay. Uh, Gwen is going to uh, pop the sun forger into its mouth um, as a a ticking time bomb. She's going to take her chain of uh, the the runt axe and the chain, and she's going to attack closer to the back of its head to try to pull herself away. Okay. So that's going to be her first attack recklessly. Um, and that is a thirty something. Thirty six plus seven is thirty three. And then the second attack with the uh, no, there'd only be one attack with. The run tax because she's exploding the the other one. So the the attack with the run tax is fourteen uh nineteen slashing and nine fire. Okay. And then she is going to use her her actual her non hasted action to explode the sun forger. And it is going to need to make a dexterity saving throw. It's only a 15. Okay. Let's see it. No, I mean only 15. He has to make a dex saving throw. Yeah, The DC yeah. is 15. Okay. I'm giving him disadvantage because you threw it into his gullet. Thanks, buddy. So that would be a 17. Mm -hmm. So he succeeds. So he's going to take... This is fire damage. He's going to take half of it. Um, and it is, uh, 23. As half? Half of 23. Oh, no, half, no, of 23. half of 23. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, and then Grayskull, uh, second verse, same as the first. He's, he's only got a 40 foot movement speed, so I'm going to have him move, uh, over here. Uh, maybe pop on one of these. Come on now. Uh, I said bring to front. I can't bring him forward. Uh, he's going to make uh, two javelin attacks because he can make. 
the giant makes two lightning sword attacks or use the wind javelin twice. So he's going to use the wind javelin twice. And that's 3d6 each. So the first one is force damage. Uh, that's 14 for the first one. And 13 for the second one. Okay, sounds good. Gwen, I do need you to roll another d100 for me, and I need you to do it a second time for Hexton. Okay, this is for me. 32. Okay. And Hexton got... 98 dang well well okay so 32 let's see here gwen though you can still read and write it as this wave of prolific limbo juice spills over you you have forgotten yeah. how to speak common oh no ah. oh boy Hexton with a 98. This poor guy. Oh no. Uh, the greatsword in his hand drops as his upper torso, where his mm -hmm. arms are, begin to shift and his arms become legs. And he manages to grab the greatsword with an arm that was where his leg was. So it is this angel with art with feet for leg. Biblically <laughs> accurate. For yeah, it is a biblically accurate Hexton. Wow! No! Poor guy, man. Okay, so what does that mean mechanically? Uh, that means mechanically he will have disadvantage on his yeah. attacks as he readjusts how to figure out how to fight with his feet arms. Boy, makes sense. Looks like he's going to be thinking spell attacks from now on. Let's go. <laughs> uh, Gwen comes over. Gwen yells... Uh, in giant, uh, I think something's wrong. And then she tries to speak in common, and it's just, Amy, go down. What? She took a disintegration beam to the face. Like, she's been yeah, through she, a lot. She might have a concussion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. That's my turn. Sounds good. Next up, Caleb. Oh, hi, yeah, I'm in this fight too, huh? Yes, yeah, so all of this has happened over 12 seconds. Oh, That's fuck. Great. Um, yeah, I'm going to pull the trigger on it. Guiding Vault, uh, seventh level. Okay. Actually, Guiding Vault, eighth level. <laughs> uh, this button does a 26 hit. The 26 does. However, okay. let me just oh. check here. You have to get closer. Calum, I have a question for you. Yes, sir. You said, it, does a 28 hit me? Uh, 26. Does a 26 hit Calum? Uh, 26 does hit Calum. As the reflective carapace of oh. the creature activates, shimmering from its limbo-embedded body, the spell will be reflected back at the original caster. So roll for You're damage. You're nasty, and I love that. As you take an eighth level guiding volt. Hmm. I could be haha -ha funny with this. 
could I make a arcana check to see the glisten of the uh, reflective carapace and then use a reaction to counterspell my spell before it hits me? I would say that by the time the spell activates, because in order to, no one else has used a spell on this yet. A spell that directly affects that it. That directly affected it via a line. I would say that because it required the spell to hit it and bounce back, I wouldn't be able, be able to do it. Counterspell your own spell after it's already been cast, because the counterspell is the interruption of the spell during casting. Cool, 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 cool. Well, I guess I'm using lightning bolts from now on. Um, <laughs> Calum takes... Oh, that's a lot of sixes. Oh. I mean, I love you. This is... uh, 42 points of damage. And the effect goes back onto me? The effect does go back onto you. It is though the spell I am a, has been cast onto you. I am a Christmas light, and any attacks against me are uh, at advantage. Well, Just that's the fine. next one. Just, Just the next, the next one. one. Uh, what else can I do? Oh, that'd be funny. Yeah, I'll pocket that for now. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh... Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it's my turn. I'll, I'll move closer. Okay. Uh, uh, no, I have 25 feet, so I'd probably be like half there. Okay, cool. Okay. Seeing this... The creature now aware of well it was already aware of the wizard but then everybody started crawling on top of him yelling shadow of the colossus uh so this creature uh you see that its eyes glow and one of the chunks of rubble that is around it gains a uh mystical like quality as it is going to then be thrown it is going to be thrown into the direction of the wizard let me just check here. All right, so that is a ranged spell attack. Does a 22 hit you? Not if I shield. Okay. Uh, Calum yells at the slot, I'm not that kind of wizard. Fair enough. One of the chunks of debris is no longer there. Oh no. <laughs> Next up, Arshon. That's a bonus action. Arshon is going to make a uh, vital sacrifice um, and lose four hit points. As an action, Arshon is going to um, uh, take out his Echo Shard Mirror and summon Draconic Spirit. Did we change this in any way? No. Okay. So uh, Bloodlord Arjun is it's gonna come out and it, yay. Look way bigger, like that big. Okay. Um, does he act on my turn? He would act on your initiative count. We're just making it really easy on that. Okay. I need. Uh, a how how big is this creature? Like where where where's his hitbox? His hitbox is, is is it just the image? It is yes. Okay. Um, 
I need a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Show me potato salad. That is a 11. That fails. He will take the maximum amount of damage from Bloodlord Arjan's uh, breath weapon, which is 12. Okay. 12 points of acid damage. <laughs> you go, Bloodlord. Let's go, bestie. Um, and Arjan is going to um, fly over here and uh, take a uh, shot with patience as his hasted action. Okay. 31 to hit. That'll hit. I'm going to mark him as my favorite foe again. Okay. I will find that later. Um, and I will get an additional 1d8 and 2d6 from my uh, vital sacrifice because I'm just going to use the necrotic damage here. Um, so. Eleven, uh, eleven plus six points of fire, seventeen points of fire damage. Okay, and four points of necrotic damage. All right. This thing is just tanking your guys's attacks. Well, point of contention about reflective carapace. Yes. Um, if I recall correctly, uh, the, it's like the spell originated from them. Is that considered casting a spell with some with some Mage Slayer's proc here? Uh, <laughs> Probably not, right? No, it would not. Yeah, I tried, guys. Uh, give it the six points back. I can't do favored foe if I'm concentrating on Bloodlord. Okay, mm. gotcha. Can do. Okay. Next up, the ship. Please hit. <laughs> the ship is going to come back. RJ, roll me a d20. Oh, yay. At 10. Motherfuckers with the redemption, 25. Yeah, 25 is just enough. So their ballista is going to do, oh my God. <laughs> it kills it. It one-shots no, it. No, no, it's going to do 34 points of damage. Is that minimum? No, it's 4d10. Oh they my god. really fucking well. They rolled really well. It was 7 through 10. But it is going to take 34 damage. Yeah, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Simon, what kind of bardic inspiration is this? Is it just a, a normal one yep, where so it's skill checks, one. attack rolls? Mm -hmm. okay. You got it. All right. So that was it for initiative count 20. Uh, the creature is going to use yet another one of its legendary actions, which I believe it's done a, since its turn, it did a tail attack. It's thrown one of the thingies with its mind. Uh, it's the third one. 
So this will be its third one. It is going to use a claw attack. Um, yeah, it's going to use a claw attack on... I think it would probably do it on the thing that like is biggest and closest to it. It's going to reach out and try and strike Rasa mm -hmm. with Im's claws. At disadvantage! Okay... Should I put my nerd glasses on when I do that? Um, it's at disadvantage. Uh, I have dark vision. <laughs> Does a and 26 hit? Silvery yes. barbs reroll again and take the lower. Okay. Oh, wait, no. Uh, yeah, 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 because I didn't shield. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Does a 24 hit? Yes. Okay. I tried. You did. I'm giving advantage to Corey. As that is 33 points of slashing damage from its claw. Which she has resistance to. <clears throat> so it would be it's... 16 points of damage in total. Uh, RJ, give that advantage to someone else. I'm, I'm about to... I'm about to game. I'll give it I'm... to... I'll give it to Gwen. You're in Sorry. the mouth still. I can't give out any more bardic inspiration at the moment. Uh, they look out and see that Gwen has seen better days. Uh, so, Gwen, you are going to be the subject of a healing word. And that is going to be for a total of 17 points of healing. You're just speaking Simlish. Everyone else is speaking regular. <laughs> Fucking love it. Next up, Corey. That's me. Okay. Um. What? How are the uh? How are the Goliaths looking? Uh, health wise. Good. Hexen's down ninety seven, but he's also underneath this thing. Um. Uh -huh. And Grayskull's down eighty six. Hexen also okay. has his own version of lay on hands. Mm -hmm. I I don't know what their max is. Uh. Like, are they bloody? Like Two hundred. Oh, okay. They're okay. All right. Let let me know when somebody's bloodied, okay? Okie dokie. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go off. All right. Uh, Guardian of Nature. I'm one point from bloody. <laughs> I'll get you. I got I got you next round. Uh, Guardian of Nature, Primal Beast. Uh, my walking speed increases by 10 feet. I have dark vision out to 120 feet. My strength-based attack rolls are at advantage, and I deal an extra D6 of force damage on a hit. Okay. That's my bonus. As my action, I attack. A hit the wrong one. Okay. Uh, 31 to hit. Hits. 15 slashing damage, 2 radiant damage, 1 force damage. 15, what were those numbers? Sorry, 15 slashing damage, two radiant damage, one force damage. Okay. 31 to hit again. 11 slashing damage, seven radiant damage, one force damage. Uh, and then haste attack, uh, 32 to hit. That's 10 slashing damage, six radiant damage, two force damage. That was three attacks. Uh, does okay. an ally within 30 feet get 10 temporary hit points three different times? Yeah. Holy shit. 
Uh, Gwen, you get temporary hit points. Um, who stack? else is with it? No. No, no, it does not. Who, oh, who I, is within... I, I, no, I lost mine last time, so we're okay. Yeah. Who is who is within 30 feet of me? Uh, also, within I 30 feel... feet of you would be Gwen. Yeah. And Hexton. Hexton. All right. Hexton's also getting temporary hit points. Gives you a low uh, thumbs Hexton, up. Hexton is at the feet of this thing. Oh, is yeah, that... yeah, yeah. Oh, that would be too far yeah, away. Yeah, it's really just Corey, or it's really just Gwen. <laughs> Can point. I tempt myself? Yeah. I can tempt myself, right? I'll yeah. tempt myself. In public? Uh, also, speaking of, I uh, regain 10 temporary hit points at the beginning of my turn. Sick. Roll a d100 Whoa. for me. Huh? Roll a d100 for me. Oh, yeah, that's right. Don't worry about a thing. It's going to be fine. 50. A 50. Exactly 50. Okay. You get cut in half. You explode. Perfectly balanced, like all things should be. Corey, some of that limbo blood gets into your prosthetic. Uh-oh. And as you're holding it, you feel the prosthetic is gripping and, like, flexing on its own. And it seems to be functioning on its own. It seems to be gaining a, a small bit of sentience. I don't like that. Okay. Okay. Huzzah! So that is Corey's turn, I believe, because that was bonus action actions. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is the second time my arm became sentient. <laughs> Look, I do not control the die. <laughs> Let's see here. But Bloodborne boss. At which lots are side. So I think it's just <laughs> going to. Decided. It's just going to go off this turn. Um, so it is going to use its bite attack. Um, it can't get at Corey or Gwen because the two of you are up on its nape. Um, so it is going to go for the creature that is rightfully below it at its feet, uh, and it is going to use a bite. It's going to be towards Hexton. Does a 23 hit Hexton? Uh, it does. That's a disadvantage, yes. Uh, that was... Let me try one more time. Are all of its attacks a disadvantage? Any attack that it's uh, a creature has disadvantage on attacks, not on you. Okay, gotcha. So yes, uh, that was indeed the lower of the two. So Dope. yes, that hits. Hexton is going to be taking thirty-six points of slashing damage. Okay. Have because resistance. Mm -hmm. Right. And it and they are considered grappled, and until the grappled ends, they are restrained. Oh, I don't like that. So next up is going to be two claw attacks. <laughs> what the fuck you were firing beams for? What the fuck? Uh, so that is a natural one on the first claw, and that is going to go at Corey. Second one is going to go... I've, I've got a mirror image on me. Okay. Sounds good. Um, So I roll an additional d20 for that. Uh, 
I that would have um, been an eighteen in the mirror image rolls. Okay, yeah, you hit me. <laughs> you rolled a natural one, so even though he hit the real you. Oh wait, no, hold on. Uh, I'm the one that needs to roll. Okay. In order to redirect it to a duplicate. Magic. Yeah, but it doesn't hit you, so. Either way, it does not meet your AC. Cool. Okay. Then it is going to use a second uh, second claw attack on Gwen as it's just trying to get the things that are on top of its head away Yeet. from that. Uh, so this is going to be not at disadvantage because it is attacking you. Correct. It is a 35. It actually is at advantage because okay. I recklessly attack. Excellent. Okay, so that is a 38 to hit. Yep. See, this is why I don't worry about my armor class anymore. And that is going to be a total of 30 points of slashing damage. Okay. And then obviously reduce that because you are raging yep. and all of those fun things. Yeah. Now, let's see here. Okay, so that is its bite, two claws. And then it is going to bring its head down in a very quick motion as it attempts to use its horns to try and gore. Uh, let's see here. It would be... Rasa would be the closest thing to it. So it is going to try and use its horns on Rasa. Has disadvantage on the attack. Does a 26 hit. Yeah. Okay. So that is going to be for a total of 26 points of piercing damage from its horns. And then to sweep the side beneath it, it is going to use its tail to attack the draconic spirit that just threw up on him. It's icky. You don't like it. Okay, so that is either a 36 or, because it is the lowest of the two, a 29. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see here. That is going to be for 22 points of bludgeoning damage. Mm-hmm. And that is its turn. That is all five of its attacks. And it will see if it gets its breath weapon back. It does not. Okay, so that is it for its turn. The ship says that they are going to go over here. They're going to try and, and go along the backside of it. Um, because it's looking pretty heavy. Uh, pretty heavy leaning on one side of this. They, they would rather not be there. Uh, and with the captain's rally, they are going to present another healing word. From where they can see, they are going to give their healing word towards Hexton. As Hexton is now inside of this thing's mouth. Um... And they are really just hoping for the best on this. Uh, they're bringing out as many heals as they possibly can. Uh, so that is going to be for 18 points of healing to Hexton. He just nods. He doesn't say thank you because he's cool. It's true. Uh, next up is Rasa. Or I guess, sorry, the... Last thing that this thing would have done would be to get closer to the structure. Then it is Rasa. 
I rolled a six on Ross's recharge. Ooh. So I need another deck save. Okay. Sounds good. That is an 11. Uh, that's a fail. I see one. Okay. I see one one, which is now a two. So it goes up from a 69, nice, uh, to a 70. Okay. Okay. That's it. Jesus. All right. So this thing is directly on the creature. It does not like any of this. Um, so let's see here. It clearly needs to consider its priorities. So what it is going to do is that given the state that it is in, it is going to use a is going to use two legendary actions. Two, let's just check here. It is going to swallow the creature that it is currently grappling. So it is going to make a attack. It has to make it with disadvantage. Good thing that was with disadvantage because that it was a natural 20 on the second die. Okay, so let's see here. If the attack hits, target takes the bite damage for a total of, oh, that's not that bad, 28 points of damage. And the target is swallowed. And the grapple ends. While swallowed, it is blinded and restrained, has total cover against attacks and other effects, and will take, looks like, some damage at the start of the Karashik's turn. Okay. It is swallowed Hexton. It's fine. We're just going to put him off to the side. So its mouth, its biter is open again. Uh, so that was at the end of Ross's turn. Next up is the, is the Tread Thunders. Okay. Okie dokie. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> um. So. Hexton has the spell blade barrier okay it does not say that you have to see <laughs> sure wh where you're doing this i think the danger is he could also run into this wall in the body you can make a straight wall um the wall yep uh, creatures can cover behind it. When a creature enters the wall's area for the first time or its turn starts there, the creature must make a dexterity saving throw on a failed save. The creature takes slashing damage on a successful one. This is, um, this would be gnarly to have in your throat. It, it would, yes. So, um, it is a vocal and somatic. Can he... 
He is restrained. He is restrained. So that somatic component, he would not be able okay, to. Okay, 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 okay. I was like, he can't be able to do this. That can't be right. Um, okie dokie. So However, he is... I will allow you to make an arcana check with, or, or a dexterity sleight of hand with Hexton. Okay. Because right now, normally when you're restrained, it's because your arms are clamped up against Fair. your chest or your sides. But Hexton's his arms are on his legs. Are where his legs are. So if you're going down a gullet, his hands would be free to interact with each other. Okay. This is ridiculous. This is D and D. This is D and D, baby. Okay. Hexton's wild ride. Oh my god, it's not good. It's a uh, thirteen. Okay, he is still not practiced enough. He no, it's like no, no, does no, no, not. No. He's still like trying to like Ooh. wiggle his toe fingers instead of his finger toes. Okay. Okay. The most non-streamable character that we've ever had. And I'm just gonna good Venmo. old toe finger Hexton. <laughs> I'm going to Venmo Simon so he never says that again. <laughs> that sounds like a challenge, to be honest. That's yeah. If you fair. want okay. Simon to say that again, you have to donate to him. Like trying to okay, remember I... to keep your toe fingers straight from your finger toes sounds <laughs> like the theme of like a rousing drinking song if I ever heard it's one. It's written by Bob Dylan. It's actually very depressing. <laughs> Okay, I think I think what's going to happen is <laughs> someone's going in after him or going to try and get him out. If you want to send think... somebody into the mouth of the Karashik, I will not stop you. <laughs> oh, boy. It's fine. We didn't like Hexton anyway. I love Hexton. Um, oh, I mean, it has to be. It has to be Gwen because she has the chain. She can. Somebody can pull them out. Uh, yeah. Gwen's gonna. Gwen's gonna uh do her hasted attack and attack it with the blade of the uh, runt axe in the top of its sort of nostril area. Okay. Uh, oh, that's a natural 20, baby. baby. Let's go. Okay. All right, so it's, uh, so it's 2d12 plus 3d12. Because of the brutal critical. All of my dice are so sharp. Brutal. Brutal. Okay. <clears throat> Okay, 20, 30, 40, 44, that's 44 slashing damage, oh, I'm sorry, F 58 plus, you know, the, my normal stuff, uh, 58, and then 2d6 plus 2d6, and that's, uh, 13 fire damage on that one. Uh, and Gwen is going to swing down into this thing's mouth and try to 
grab Hexton before he gets too far down. Okay. Make a perception (laughs) check for me. Okay. So many dice up here. D20s are over here. All right, perception is plus six. Oh, it's a 19, baby. Okay. 25. So 25. I will say that you see that there is like a radiant light. Like you've been in this thing's mouth when it fired its laser beam already. Yeah. You know the difference between laser beam coloration and Hexton's like weird radiance that this Mm -hmm. dude seems to have. And you can see that like there's still enough radiance that if you went to the back of this thing's gullet and reached in, you could probably find him. Probably. Okay. He's close enough to the top that he's there. Can I? Yes. Grab his foot. That is hand. a possibility. Could I just punch the uvula? Speed bag. I, <laughs> you are inside of this thing's mouth. It's up to you. What would work? <laughs> I look. I think Gwen would punch the uvula. Punch the uvula. Okay. Oh, so it's a girl slob. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so this is an unarmed strike. Uh huh. It's still reckless, right? Gwen, I have, I have a, I have a question for you. This also, you have been trying to find a place to unleash a destructive wave. (laughs) For the longest time. If I'm not gonna hit him, absolutely. Yeah, you are inside of a. The mouth of a titan. Destructive wave, you decide who gets hit by it. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, I'm doing that. Fuck it. (laughs) Gwen just Kamehameha's in this thing's mouth. Uh, Ah. Hopefully with the... Yes, okay, I'm going to do that. Um, Okay, so it's going to make a constitution saving throw. Sorry, sorry. Point Point of contention. Destructive wave is a line. You saw what happened when Calum fired his magic thingy and it bounced back. On the outside. On the outside. It's not a line. It's not a line. Hey, hey. You strike the ground, creating a burst it's... of divine energy that ripples outwards from you. Each creature you choose within 30 feet of you must succeed on the constitution save. Okay, so. It's 30 feet on save. Yeah, it's okay. 30 feet from self. Okay. So <laughs> This is a paladin but, spell. But would Gwen think that that is going to happen to her? She doesn't know magic that well. No. No. So I think she wouldn't chance that. Okay. She needs to get him out now before he gets swallowed. Sounds good. Okay. Went on a roller coaster of emotions there. So I used my hasted action. I'm going to use uh, one of my attack actions to punch this thing in the uvula. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, that is a 22, or 32. A 32 hits, especially okay. inside of this thing's mouth. Yeah, so that is eight Okay. damage. And if that doesn't work, I'm going to hit it again. Yeah, keep punching. Okay. I mean, I could just hit it with my axe. 
your your axe does also noticeably more damage as your fists yeah. are not magical. Unfortunately, you are not uh you you did not spec monk as Th far fair. as you needed for that. Okay. Uh that's only a 27. 27 still hits. Okay. So that's uh plus 14 is 25 slashing damage okay. and then the Chipotle damage is uh seven and i'm gonna use a cruelty dice just to up that yeah you're attacking this thing's uvula there's yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah what else could you use a cruelty dice for and that's three extra okay jesus those all your attacks that's all my attacks okay and so, i'm ready to catch him if he comes up good because, as it turns out, that when you swallow something, there is a threshold before you start not feeling too good in your T-tum. Uh, so it needs to make a constitution saving throw. Now that you have done some real nasty shit to it. It gets a 17 and the DC was 20. So Gwen... <laughs> bah, 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 like just <laughs> punching the shit out of this thing's uvula. <laughs> This, you all watch as this creature just, like, it's not like a sound of rage. This is a sound of just like, not even pain. This is genuine discomfort <laughs> that echoes through the astral sea. Combat stops. <laughs> oh. oh. You, like, you can see like, there are like tears in its eyes from like needing to bring that up. Um, oh. But for the respect of uh. our, our friends, uh, that uh, uh, do not enjoy uh, yarfing humor. We will put that to the side. However, Gwen, right. you and Hexton are both thrown up onto the citadels, uh, onto the citadels uh, uh, large area. Oh boy. Well, that was my turn. Uh, uh, Hexton, can Hexton speak giant? I believe Hexen can speak telepathically, so you should be good. Okay. Uh, Gwen starts to speak gibberish to him, but in her head, you know, the words that she was trying to say is, that was fucking awesome. You're welcome. Let's get back into this bitch. Gwen, you have a really good look at Hexton now. He's got arms for legs, and he's got legs for arms. And Gwen, I'm going to need you to roll a D100 for me. As you oh, were no. <laughs> just inside the mouth, like getting covered in blood. 80. 80? Okay. Let's see here. Okay, let's be see. Next to you, you see a mastiff appear. A large dog wearing paladin-esque armor and it looks very protective of you i finally have another mount when you see it it brings one paw up and bows and in common says i am sir sniffles at your rescue is that a did that there? This yeah. one is injured. I need a medic. And like it goes to you and starts like basically like putting its paws on you to to stem any bleeding oh. that is there. 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> pours rum into your mouth. <laughs> its alignment uh, is lawful. From a good barrel boy. at his neck. Lawful good boy. Um, Hexton is going to let him know that uh, he should stay far away from this combat. We need um, vocal uh, assistance. We need somebody shouting out what's happening on the field. Stay here and do that. So that the yes, uh, and Hexton is going to uh grab Gwen and get back into things. Uh, he is going to cast uh a spell, he's going to cast Blade Barrier outside of this thing, okay, <laughs> since it's no longer in. He is going to cast it in front so it doesn't uh move on to this uh move any further forward. I shall draw it for you, do it. A rectangle. Uh, it's a uh, hundred feet long by twenty feet high, so that's a hundred and sixty. Probably this whole thing. Uh, it's not. Oh, that's as small as it gets. Okay. Um. So it's there. Uh, it can be is uh is. Uh, Rasa underneath it. Rasa, uh, under the barrier? Like, where you're setting yeah. it? Yeah, she can be. Well, she uh, can yeah, be I just want it to be on top of her. It's only 20 feet tall. Yeah, you're fine. Okay. Uh, so it's going to need to make... Must make a dexterity saving throw. His save is 20. Okay. 66 flashing. That is a 19 on the save. Okay. Let me just double check that his uh, DC 20. Yep. So he is going to fail and he is going to take 24. Um, blah, 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 slashing damage. Okay. And if he continues to try to move forward into this, he's going to take more. He could just fly around it, but it's just a temporary barrier. And uh, Hexton is going to take Gwen back to this thing. That is Hexton's turn. Okay. And then Grayskull, second verse, same as the first, baby. Javelins. Two javelins. Uh, One does not. Oh, no, they don't. I don't have to roll a hit. Sorry. Magic Missile! <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I decided to do that. Uh, it's going to take 19 damage total. Okay. That's lightning damage. Sounds good. Next up, Caleb. I have an idea. Okay. Fuck this thing in particular. Um, bonus action, Blessing of the Raven Queen. Onto... Oh, hold on. Bring to front onto this did, piece of detritus. Yes. Did I did I get a turn this round? Yes. We okay. haven't you, even gone back to the top. Fuck. You, you popped up Sorry. and you gave a bunch of people temp HP. Yeah, I I, I know what I did. I just I. Yeah. Sorry, my I, turn took I like fifteen like to twenty minutes. I feel like I, I I'm hearing Calum twice. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry I'm chatting through everything so I'll I'll, I'll quiet down. Uh, I'm gonna cast 
wall of force over myself. Okay. And this creature. Um, one of the stipulations of wall of force is that uh, nothing can physically pass. No, no, no. It's, which is it? Uh, if the wall cuts through a creature's space, when it appears, the creature is pushed to one side of the wall, my choice. Okay. So I'm pushing the creature towards the blade barrier. Sure, sure. Okay, so how much is it shunted? Uh, I guess to the edge of my barrier. Okay. Let me know where the barrier is. And then he's making a dexterity uh, save. That's a 14. Roll for the damage on the blade barrier as he's forced through it. Yeah, 10 by 10, so... The only thing about Jamboards is I wish we had distances. Me too. I think that's about right. Twenty-two. Okay, a twenty-two. Alrighty. This doesn't hurt me this time. <laughs> Okay, so with that being said, that is the end of the round. This seems like a good spot to take a little bathroom break. I need to pee so bad. We're going to try and be back in five to ten minutes. Don't go no place. We still got a little bit of this combat left. I'm having a great time. This is fucking wild. We'll see y'all soon. All right. We're back. Shyman! Remember, when you point one toe at someone, you point four back at yourself. I don't like it. <laughs> I'd point with my feet before on Twitch. <laughs> I can do that. I can send a, I'll send a snap. No, please like, don't. Point with my foot. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, uh, we're, we're done talking about feats. We're talking no, we're about not. the top of the round. Arjan, it is you. Okay. Blood Lord Arjan is going to make a destructive breath. I need a dexterity save. Okay. A three. Takes seven points of acid damage. Okay. Um, and he will move his uh, 60 feet here. Arjan will move his 90 feet uh, going over the top of Duder um, and make three shots with patience. Um, a 31, a 27, and a 28 for uh, 9, 10, and 16 points of fire damage, so 35 total. Okay. And for a bonus action, can he see Gwen? Uh, yeah, Gwen, you saw the wildest thing. In six seconds, Hexton gets... Mm -hmm. Gwen rushes to the nose, attack, like, uses her fucking axe as a hook, opens the mouth, pops in, and then, again, not six seconds later, there was a... awful noise. As both Hexton and Gwen then shot onto the plateau, and then were flown back onto the creature's back. They are notably covered gone. in goo, but they're there. You can see them. Healing word. 
third level. Um, Heal Hexton. Healing Worth, third level at Hexton. He will heal 10 points, and this will also trigger Arjan's voice of authority. Um, Hexton can use a reaction to make a melee attack. Let's go. Uh, that's only a 26. 26 still hits. Ooh, dope. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 46 slashing. Oh, that was terrible, Hexton. What are you thinking? Uh, 12 slashing and. Yeah, an Arjun will. Well, okay. 24 radiance. Yeah, good. And okay. he needs to make another 100 roll? Yes, he does. Boy, poor guy. 65. 65. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Nothing immediately happens. Love it when that happens. So then let me just check here. Okay. So then next up. Yeah. Is the ballistae. From the back. They are going to try it. Uh, hey, Cyber, can you roll me a d20, please? Add 10. 23. 23? Hell yeah! They are unable to hit the meaty hide of this creature. But they're trying. Uh, then they are two. I don't believe, Caleb, have you used your bardic inspiration yet? I have not. Okay. Could I use it on them? <laughs> Um, probably not. No, yeah, it's all, it's they all. are going to give a bark inspiration to the Blood Lord because he's closest. So he gets a d12 <laughs> that he can use. Then let's see here. Then it is time for some heals. So, seeing as how Hexen got healed and he is visibly the most injured of the lot, uh, they're gonna try and heal him too. Hop on. That is going to be for 17 points of healing. Thank you. All right, next up, Corey. It me. You. Okay. Um. Anybody bloodied yet? I'm one point away. What? Still one point away, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, none of the Goliaths bloodied? Nope. Hexen, no. They're, they're good now. Alright, fuck it. Alright, bonus action, destructive wave. I mean, wave. they're not great, but... <laughs> <laughs> okay. That a dex save? That is a constitution saving throw okay. at disadvantage. Alright. On oh. account of my elder champion. 23. Well, that'll do it. <laughs> but uh, you'll take 
Yeah, you'll take half damage. Okay. <clears throat> uh, let me just roll it real quick. Okay. All right. Uh, so you're going to take half of 27 thunder damage, half of 23 radiant. Okay. This thing's not looking good. I didn't can, think so. Can I reaction copy destructive wave off of Corey? Sure can. Cool. As long as you use your reaction for it. Doing it. Cool, 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 cool. Three out of four people, no destructive wave. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> Everyone just starts destructive waving like a on, on ground pound. <laughs> it doesn't four, end. Four out of All right. four. Oh! Four out of four? <laughs> Hit I him mean, with destructive wave! I mean, one one echo does. Okay. Bonus action is done. Time for action. I attack. All right. Um... Did I smite at fifth level last time? It was at first, wasn't it? Yeah, you only used your first level smite so far, I believe. Cool, 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 cool. Um, in that case, I'm going to smite at fourth on this attack. 26 to hit. Yeah, that hits. 12 slashing damage, one radiant damage, six force damage. Okay. I'm smiting at fourth. Hold on, i got to hit my smite button. Smite. At fourth level. Uh, that's 14 radiant damage. It's a sad amount of smite damage, I have to say. Um, all right. Second attack. Uh, 31 to hit. Okay. That 14 hits. slashing damage, 7 radiant damage, 6 force damage. Let's smite at first level. Sorry, my smite button shows up underneath my. Mm, okay. All right, nine radiant damage. All right, uh, haste attack. Uh, twenty-eight to hit. Fifteen slashing damage. Four radiant damage. One force damage. Uh, smite at second level. You know, just for funsies. Uh, fifteen radiant damage. Okay. That's that's all I that's all she wrote, babe. All right, roll a D one hundred for me. Oh yeah, I keep on forgetting about that. This is fine. Fifty. Fifty? Okay. Again. Let me see here. I Yeah, no, that that rolled. I rolled fifty a on a D one hundred twice in a row. All right. That's a zero point zero one percent chance. It sure is. Um, Gwen, get ten temporary hit points. Hexton, ten temporary hit points. Okay. So for this, if you could describe for us, what does Corey look like as a demon lord? I'm pretty sure that Corey is mask presenting right now. Um, so his eyes go black with pinpricks of red, um, curling horns of like black witchwood um, 
like come out of their head also they're in elder champion form so like you know that's that's paladin like eldritch champion now yeah so it's like i don't know like cory is a god but now evil <laughs> am i evil <laughs> a, so a tail I mean... there's a tail also um you know what like take take like a demon like make it like black tree themed right um and like have like her autumn leaves coming off of her but then like those leaves are on fire like smoking embers you know now everyone sees this now everyone within 30 feet must make a uh looks like a wisdom saving throw against Corey's spell dc is it against fear it is against being frightened so i don't her aura stops that yeah uh you all realize that through this glamour that it is nothing more than a glamour oh Ah. cool good (laughs) um does the creature have to make a a fear save it do however it is also immune to being frightened okay good I'm nothing happens this round yeah. Corey <laughs> just looks like a demon lord momentarily and then just like you sort of just, like shake it off right like right from your this... finger you see like there is uh like vines that creep over the projection of the demon lord and then squeeze it until it just shatters and it seems like Wraith prefers the way that you look now uh this being right does not like deception yeah not her champion. Right, just like that. Okay, so that was as a result of you attacking it. It is this creature's turn. Um, let's see here. It is in a bad way. So I think what it is going to try and do is that it is. I mean, Corey's up on its head, and it just looked fucking terrifying. Big scary. Does not like that. Uh, It's going to try and bite you. Do it. That is a 25, or because I'm not attacking Gwen, a 25. Yeah, just barely. That's the wrong thing for that. When does it need to save on Blade Barrier? start of its turn yeah yes okay. if it's still in the space sounds good uh it is still in the space uh cory that would be 37 points of damage uh so, slashing uh piercing because bite okay mm-hmm. but it needs to make a dexterity save for 10 fails you meet yourself i'll be Okay, that is 24. Okay. Sounds good. Then let's see here. Uh, My concentration... Oh, wait! Hold on! No, I have mirror image. Okay. Sorry, we need to... We need to resolve We're that. We're not used Hold, to mirror let me roll image. A, yeah. Let me roll a d20 real quick. Uh... Yeah, okay. Uh I I uh that goes to one of my mirror image guys. Okay. Uh it is then going to use claws. Mm. It is going to try and swipe out uh at Gwen. 
using one of them's claws. Which, you did not reckless attack last turn, right? Or did you reckless? I did, because I crit. Okay, gotcha. That means that it gets... Advantage. Advantage. I keep pressing the wrong button. Come back. So it is... Does a 25 hit you? Yes, it does. Okay. So that is going to be for 27 points of slashing damage. Okay. It is going to try and claw out towards Hexton. Does a 22 hit them? Yes. Okay. That is for 25 points of slashing damage. Okay. Is going to try and use its horns by slamming down? Uh, or actually because, Arjan, you are uh, up above it and it's sort of like flailing around, it is going to inadvertently attack you with its claws or with its uh, horns. Let me just check here, because it is with disadvantage for natural one. So it is unable to hit you with its horns. Great. Uh, and it is going to flip back with its tail uh, as it's kind of maneuvering around. And let me just check here. It does have a 20-foot reach with its tail, so it is just going to smack the prow of your ally's ship. Uh, or at least it's going to try. Let's see here. That is a 27 to hit. Even with disadvantage, it is a siege monster, so it deals double damage to structures and objects. So it is going to deal a total of... 54 points of damage to your ally's ship. Uh, I will keep track of that in the background. No worries. Yep. That is, is he going to move hmm? up and away from the barrier? Uh, he is going to, I think, would try and push through until he was on the other side. Or no, because all of you are on him. But you're riding him, so you're not going to be thrown yeah. off. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, I, think... I mean, it's a it's a twenty foot high barrier, and he is in three D space, so he could just fly over it, right? I think so. Yeah. I mean, not can th he I fly? Mean... He can't fly, but he can sure as hell jump off of a jump, rocky jump, jump. Yes. Um, <laughs> it just kicks the barrier that Caleb, like the the uh, <laughs> the wall. He just uses that to pop up. I think, if anything, it would be like a swimming motion um, as he kind of like goes under it and then pops up because uh, he did swim here. So he is going to be on this side, but he has brought many folks with him along the way. Um, he's still within threat range of Rasa. Uh, but the Bloodlord... Hmm? Yeah, does this provoke for for Bloodlord? It does. Okay. He's got... He's he's got the... He's got the buy energy. Uh, 
30. 30? That hits? He, he, he did it. He hit for 14 points of slashing damage. <laughs> He's... It feels so fucking funny. Sadly not. <laughs> Damn it. So the ship, having been smacked in the nose, uh, is going to try and uh, fly off uh, around the backside to try and get a better angle. Uh, it is going to have to use its dash. And then seeing you all as you are, um, they are going to use... Yeah, they'll use a healing word. Uh, Grayskull has some damage on him, right? Yeah, they'll healing word Grayskull. He's closest. Yeah. Okay, so that is for 15 points of healing. Thank you. And then next up is Rasa's turn. So Rasa's first... Um, what well, she got a four, so she did not get her breath back again. Um, barely. Uh first attack with her claws is going to be a 16 which is going to miss okay her, her next attack with her claws is a 26 26 for, uh 12 points of slashing damage okay and with her bite she rolled a natural 20 for 22 points of piercing damage and 15 points of fire damage what does it look like when rasa prevents this monster creature from destroying the citadel of the sister species of no, uh, no. of a group she knows so well. No, no. You do it. So this is with her bite. And I think that as, like, this creature, like, pushes itself through the blade barrier, y'all have just been, like, ninth level spell, ninth level spell, like, just fucking blasting this thing. You all just, like, this is the first creature that's really made you use all of your stops at this level and you all aren't even sweating now, rasa she however has a little bit different experience with this creature uh specifically given the fact that it stabbed her with her its head horns what the fuck man who does that uh so she has a much more personal slight and i think that seeing arjan in all of his glory earlier just like constant shots summoning the blood lord and she sees arjan looking cool as a humanoid she sees arjan looking not as cool rightfully uh as this spiritual dragon and she just gets this moment where like she does not want to be shown up there is a healthy amount of competition like playing fighting games with a loved one where it is not necessarily about uh about competition in its truest sense but like there's that underlying like oh i need to win though um so i think what rasa would do is that as this creature is like rearing back all of these small things on its head and it fully exposes its throat rasa is going to go up latch on with all fours tilt her head to the side and just bite into the jugular of this thing and just tear um specifically though having seen what the others uh had experienced when she performs a more um uh, a more physical action she is going to immediately just start like having that base fire crackle 
with her breath. She isn't able to get a full fiery blast off, but she has enough to protect herself as she rips out a vital part of this massive creature. As this thing is dying, can Hexton reach into its mind with telepathy and see what it was running away from? Yeah, I like that. Uh, have him roll... You know, I like it. You don't have to roll for it. Um, I think what this creature... Like, in its dying moments, Hexton is getting a lot of like, Oh, it was a baby. It had a family. Like, doing the no. whole like, life flashing before its eyes. We gotta market it somehow. Um yeah. <laughs> So it gets to, it eventually sees what it is running from because there is fear in this creature. There is all, I, uh, the fear of dying as well as the fear required for something of this level to run away. And all that it sees is what looks like a flat plane of black, like a hole that existed, that is flickering in and out somewhere deep within the core of Limbo. And as it flickers, all that this creature could see was a writhing, glistening black sheet that looked like it was comprised of millions of wriggling creatures. Oh. So that is what Hexton uh. sees. Yeah, Gwen, Gwen and Hexton sort of float down back onto the, onto the, this count, this, what, what is this, a deck? It's essentially a deck, yeah. It's, yeah. it's uh, a stone yard. Yeah. Uh, she lands next to the, the dog, the Mastiff that is now her friend, uh, and she, like, looks at Hexton's hands and feet. And starts speaking to him, trying to speak in common. I think she thinks she's speaking in common, even if she's not, like, saying words. Yeah, you can understand it. You just cannot speak it for the life of you. And you can read and yeah. write it, too. Just corn uh, noises. Caleb's gonna blessing of the Raven Queen over to Grayskull and say, High five! And Arjan is gonna fly down to Rasa. Um, just, you know, put her, put his hand on, um, you know, uh, her side, like, where she did get gored. Um, dump a cure wounds in it. And um, just look back up, up at her. Well, it still only counts as one. <laughs> And she laughs and says, true, but it was a good one. And you can see that she just has that, like, she acts very, uh, uh, like, socially awkward in, in a lot of situations. But you see combat is where she feels the most comfortable mm -hmm. outside of by you. And being in combat with you, man, like, she has no worries. None. Feels so relaxed. This is like a spa day. So as this creature falls and rests in the yard, and Gwen, you have Sir Sniffles, you're trying to speak to him in some sort of Simlish. Um, you watch as this creature begins to almost melt. Like that 
uh, iridescent blood that it had that was this sort of like uh, like oil sheen to uh, what could be like a white texture. Um, it begins to just like melt down and break. And you see that there is that imperfect cut gem that was on the nape of its neck that just begins to crack and shatter as this creature just turns into a goo. Um, you can see that as its blood uh, begins to pool at your feet, there is a, it, there looks like there is a buffer around where your shoes are um, as this area uh, seems to be able to be unaffected by the tides of chaos, whether they are brought to your front door or not. Um, and as the body collapses and deforms, you can see that in, from its bones, specifically like the fourth vertebrae down in its spine, you see that it nestles and does not melt with the rest of the creature. And then you see it move and rattle and open. And there is a stone figure that pops up and sort of looks and they have this very simple, like, humanoid shape to their head. A very thin neck. Kind of a wider stance. They look like they have articulating fingers. Calum, you would recognize that as a golem. He'll fly over if he saw his, like, Blessing of the Raven Queen flight. Yeah. And just, um, Sprecken's a common? I speak many languages. Oh, good. Um, what the fuck? Um, well, it sort of looks around. Your guess is as good as mine. According to internal records, I was created less than one minute ago. I have a general knowledge of things. Can Caleb pop into the... My name is Viceroy. White material? Stone. Divine sense? I would say that in this moment, this doesn't seem angelic or demonic or fey, but you did probably have a little bit of this thing's blood in your nose and you realize that the chaotic energy made a talking dog over there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, mm. So... Tori Sabadistar, right? Speaking of, Cory's going to remove uh, their uh, now sentient prosthetic arm and just let it go do what it wants to. Uh, Caleb, this weird stuff that's happening... Uh, how how do we how do we get rid of it? Uh, he'll Caleb was like face deep in the vertebrae pocket before he pops back up. Oh um, yeah, that'll just scrub right out with what? Water. Just don't touch it with your like bare hands. No, I mean it points to Gwen's. Sorry, Corey's alive arm. 
Oh. That is steadily growing, going more distant. Arcana? <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, make an Arcana check. Is this a 24-hour thing? Why are you nat 20-ing there, motherfucker? <sighs> Caleb, 31. you are fairly certain that the changes that have happened here today may be well past a restoration. Caleb's just going to rest his hands, uh, chin on his hands. Uh, well, don't be mad. I think it's permanent. Hmm. She would like to know if what is happening to her will also be permanent. Oh, cool. Yes. One says in giant, I'm more worried about Hexton. Like me speaking common or not being able to speak common is kind of not great. But also, ah! <laughs> Everyone's head turns to Hexton. And Hexton, you see, is like, they are just sort Sitting. of like leaning back. They've sat down on the ground and are leaning back with their feet uh, firmly planted. In giant. I'm pretty sure there's an operation for that. I can I'll, understand common. I'll try greater restoration just to see. Okay. Oh, idea. I'll I try my cleansing touch. Um, I can dispel the transformation on Hexton and then re-up it. What do you mean, like, make him a ghost again? Well, yeah, true polymorph is actually a spell that just changes you. You're under the effects of a true polymorph spell. If I dispel it and then just true polymorph him back into a plantar, he should have all of his configuration. Right, Viceroy? I have not been around enough wizards to know, but I am ah. going to go off of your bet. You seem rather smart. Thanks. Um, he'll help Viceroy down off the back. Viceroy is a full-size stone golem. Hmm. Like large size or medium? Are uh, you saying that there was a golem inside this creature's tummy? There wasn't before you cracked it open. I guess it was one more effect of the chaos. One last mm -hmm. one. I do think it's very funny, though, because that's typically Caleb's move. Oh, I've had enough of magical chaos. Y'all can have this one this episode. That's why I put up the wall uh, force. <laughs> Gwen says to Cory and Halfling, have you met uh, Sir Sniffs a lot? Gwen, I don't know if we have any languages in common aside from common oh uh give me 10 minutes oh no 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 hold on um <laughs> summer i thought cory i thought Cor oh i was gonna say i thought cory spoke halfling sylvan nope ah. sylvan uh i'm gonna call summer cory down uh and teach us both ignan hey Ooh. lingua franca baby when you start I'm learning using, in England? Um, it Ignan. is an ability that Corey gets where she can share the language with you. Oh. Yeah. Specifically. So Ignan. remember when Corey learned the name of fire? Yeah, yeah. 
uh, Summer Cory now has the ability to speak Ignan and give everybody else the ability to speak it. Noctu is also pointing out that you have a helm of comprehend languages. Oh, fuck. I am. Noctu, <laughs> <laughs> I thank you. In one hour. I can just. Uh, <laughs> I like your pants Level today. 20, I'm going to clip this later and say, oh, right, the Fae part two. God damn it. All right. Uh... What Gwen says in Giant. Uh, so, what? Let's go. Let's go handle the rest of this. Uh, Hexton, are you good to just be here for a minute while we figure out finish this up? Hexton, you see, will like lift themselves up off the ground with their angel wings, and they just look towards you. Like you see, like. They're just like gonna like practice the great sword a little bit and just right. I will make do. Sorry, buddy. Thank you. You did great work out there. That was awesome. Did you see what I went in the throat and got you out? I did not because I was stuck inside of the throat. Right. Well, Are I the... I shadow boxed the things uvula and made it throw you up. Well done, Godslayer. Thank you. I like that you call me that. I don't know why you specifically. I'm like, I want your approval, but thanks. <laughs> they shrug with uh, the like top of their legs. Hips? <laughs> no, because it's still your shoulder blades. Oh, uh, <sighs> God. Okay. Uh, Caleb, uh, do you want to? Let's go talk to the people. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, Viceroy, if you could please stay here until we come back. Um... We'll find a place for you. The mess. Uh, if you can do so safely. And you see that they have a stomach flap that opens. And it opens down. They reach inside with one of their hands and wiggle around until you see them pull out a sweeping brush. Close the tummy pocket. And just begins push um, the goo off the ledge of this platform. This might come in handy. Uh, Calum empties his portable uh, hole and puts it all in his bag of holding. And then he's just going to hand Viceroy the portable hole to put all of the goo inside of it. Right, sir. And they clear off a spot for the portable hole, set it down. They are going to fill it with the blood of this creature. I have an idea. <laughs> That's horrifying, Ew. and I'm so here for it. Um, meanwhile, uh, as you leave this platform, uh, Rasa is going to confer with uh, the with Skiznabat and his crew, uh, seeing as their hole had taken some damage. Uh, the uh, Blood Lord, um, he's he is fine, piecing out. Um, Otherwise, he's like, I'll fly with Rasa if you want. Um, just get some time out in the out in the wilds because he's not exactly familiar with the Astral Sea. Um, that and she just did something super cool. So he's very like, hi, uh, has that same level of just like, you seem neat. I like talking to you. And she's like, that's great. I'm unavailable in that way. 
Um, so they are uh, they are going off to communicate with Skiznabat. Um, your group, you can see, like, as you get to the end, after a minute passes, three of you just, like, as the haste wears off, uh, and you feel that moment of lethargy, and I think it's at that point uh, where Radina the Wiser will appear, um, and they, like, open the large gates to that inner chamber, uh, the one that was just one away from Zareth themselves, and she says, is it? Oh, we completely failed. Um, no, it's dead in the courtyard. She just stands, and you see the doors open and reveal a, a the living monks that are here. Uh, and they will prostrate themselves in front of you. Oh, they no, 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 please, like... no, don't. But oh. you see that it's not in, like, a worshipping way. Like, it is one hand over, oh. and they are very much just, like... Like, thank you. We cannot thank you enough for what you have done. Our people will continue to live because of you, because of what you have been able to do here. Um... It is at that point that you all feel a presence behind you, and there is a gif standing, wearing their hood, while the members of the githzerai are all prostrated. And you see this form, and they, they kind of have this, like, almost dissipating quality to them. Um, and they say, as... Redina stated, we cannot thank you enough for what you have all done. I will bestow my blessing upon each of you that will extend even the ones that are flying about. You will not suffer while inside of the Eye of Doom. That I can give you. There is one last gift I can bestow. And you see them reach into their uh, robe and pull out a stone tablet that is inlaid with gold. And they say, in your time to come, you will face an enemy powerful enough to make the Karashik run scared. I believe you will need this. And he explains then that this is a tablet of true resurrection. And unlike true resurrection, which has the casting time of one hour, if you use this tablet, it will take one action. Oh, And he will hand it to Calum. Calum will gingerly take the tablet from them and bow his head. Thank you. This might be what we need. And they bow and say again, 
You have my thanks. In the coming times, in just in case we don't make it, I highly suggest that the Githserai and Githyanki um, ally themselves once more. You're going to need as many fighters as possible. And he nods and says, my people are not fighters. We do, however, know when to make a tactical escape. If the worst happens, we will consider a temporary alliance with Lady Blackith, should she choose to listen to reason. I will be praying that she does. Then pray to as many gods as you have and pray often. And they will put their robed hands together and then bow their head again. And you watch as they dissipate. Oh, not like... Not explode. Get away. No, okay. no. They, it looks <laughs> like they're. It looks like they are kind of like fading away, but they were already like very much non. Mm -hmm. They weren't fully substantial when you yeah. initially met yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. This seems like a projection. Skinnoria. And with that. I think that is a perfect place to call it for tonight's session. So I'd like to say once again, thank you to everybody who decided to stop on by and join us for this wonderful game of Dungeons and Dragons. But I always have a great time whenever these folks are on the channel. RJ, where can we find you? What do you do? Ah, hey everybody, I'm RJ. You can catch me at RJSTWITU on Twitter, Twitch, and Blue Sky. Uh, I tweet normally uh, shit posts and stream sometimes i've been posting a lot of clips on tiktok it's it's fun uh you can catch me here on mondays as kaylin the shatter kai wizard fighter on thursdays as sulong shen the barbarian druid saturdays as fume the leech in blades of dark game and sunday mornings over at the hype goblins once again where we do pathfinder i play a human ranger denakina.com Hello, everybody. I'm LB Hackamup. Uh, you can find me at LB Hackamup on the Twitters, the Twitches, the Blue Skies, the Mastodons, the Discords, if you're so fancy. Uh, I'm going to be live next tomorrow on GGK. Uh, hopefully, Sita gets his power back by then. Uh, but we are doing a uh, Stars Without Numbers game. We're in the end game now, so hopefully we don't have to fight the uh, sentient... Uh, being that can eat ships and eat through people. Um, and then on, uh, that's it. That's it for me for the week, actually, because uh, I'm going to be on vacation. So uh, check out LB Hackamup on the Twitches because they're going to be still streaming on Thursday and Friday. I won't be there. So I guess it's not going to be that fun. Kidding. Lauren's, Lauren's more fun than I am. Thank you, Dr. Wait, I'm sorry. You can find me uh, on twitch.tv says cyberworldtour1. We just finished a playthrough of Bayonetta 3. Even the little backdoor demo that they included for the other game that I, I really did not get 
a good sense of from the, that demo. Um, so now I got to find another game to play. Uh, other than that, I you can go to cyberworld1201.com. I made a Zelda cipher system thing. It's up there. It's free. You can you can play some cipher systems, Zelda stuff. Uh, and then I'm here on on Mondays. Danaykinner.com. Speaking of DanaeKeener.com, hey everybody, I'm Danae Keener. You can find me at DanaeKeener.com. I do nerdy drawings, mostly related to D&D and a lot of things on this channel. So go and check it out, DanaeKeener.com. And if you've made it this far, you probably already know who I am. But if you don't, hey, Acorns, what's up? It's me, your buddy, your pally friend, the Indoor Adventurer, the showrunner here at twitch.tv slash Indoor Adventures. We do shows like this on Mondays at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, as well as on Sundays at 3 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If this is your first time joining us, you can go to youtube.com slash indoor adventures to check up on all of the VODs of each of the games that we have played up until this point, or you can go towards where anywhere audio casts are being made available for free. You can find us there under the same moniker. And speaking of things that are being made available for free, we are going to be going into our Patreon-supported after show called Knights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from each other, but also from the community. So if you have any questions that you would like to ask myself or any of these other fine folk, feel free to again join us at patreon.com slash indooradventures. But we do have to be going. So I would like to say once again, thank you to everybody who decided to stop by. Thank you to these players for putting up with my bullshit once again this week. And we'll see all of you guys next time. All right, everybody. Bye-bye.